All righty. I am joined on today's podcast by Cody, and Cody is the Director of Sales at ShipStation. Uh, so super excited to have Cody on the, t- or, uh, on the podcast today. What I'm going to do is uh, turn the mic over to Cody to do a quick introduction, and then I have prepared a huge range of questions to grill Cody to extract uh, best practices, tips, and tricks as it relates to all things shipping. So that said, Cody, first, thanks for uh, taking the time to join us. And if you would, maybe set the stage and just give us your Reader's Digest. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Thanks for, for having us this morning. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm the Director of Sales here at ShipStation. That means that my team gets to, to help thousands of e-commerce merchants every day. I kind of nerd out on this stuff. Uh, I probably spend more time thinking about e-commerce shipping than most people in the world. So hopefully we can share some helpful tips and tricks. Uh, my team really focuses on helping e-commerce businesses improve by streamlining and hopefully automating a lot of their shipping processes so they can spend that time focused on other parts of the business. Awesome. All right, Cody. Well, in preparation for today's podcast, I went to the Facebook, uh, the Inksoft Facebook user group and mentioned that uh, we would be doing a podcast together. So I solicited questions, you know, give us your burning questions as it relates to, to all things shipping. And so before we get into those questions uh, from our audience, I, I first wanted to set the stage and make sure everybody has a full awareness of what ShipStation is and how you guys came to be. So if you don't mind, can you maybe level set here and just kind of give us the background on ShipStation as an organization and sort of the core service that you folks offer? Yeah, sure. Great place to start. So ShipStation is the leading cloud-based software for e-commerce merchants to create labels, quickly get their orders out the door. It started about 10 years ago go when our founders built out what at the time was the most popular eBay application for power sellers called Octane. Uh, became really popular for a lot of the people that were moving high volume on eBay. They started to see requests for Amazon and Shopify and pretty much every other channel you could think of. So they built ShipStation, which at this point connects with pretty much anywhere that you would want to sell online and however you would want to ship things out. So the idea is that you plug all of your selling channels into ShipStation. Same concept, you can plug all of your carriers so you have them in one place so you're not jumping back and forth between all these different carriers and all these different websites. You log in, you see all of your orders in one place, you have all your carrier options there in one place. So instead of having to go order by order or copy and paste addresses, you can log in, have one hub, see everything that needs to go out the door, hit select all, click print, everything else is taken care of. Awesome. Well, we should probably make very clear right now that ShipStation is uh, our latest integration inside of the Inksoft platform. And you know, the, the immediate response we got was awesome. So it's already providing a tremendous amount of value to Inksoft customers. Uh, so we're really excited about sharing some more insights and giving, uh, you know, our listeners a real understanding of why they should be taking advantage of the technology. So, all right, well, let, let's get away with the very first question uh, that was, um, uh, you know, posed back to, to my inquiry about, hey, what do you guys want to know about, you know, shipping? And, and of course, as you could presume, the very first question was, how do I save time when it comes to shipping, that that's a you know time is a big sort of sink in traditional shipping methods. So, if you would illuminate, you know how ShipStation is helping you know merchants you know save time when it comes to to things related to shipping. Yeah, sure. Let's let's call it what it is. I, I get excited about this stuff, but pretty much nobody else in the world does, right? You start your e-commerce business. It's not because you're excited about shipping. It's not because you wanted to spend time trying to get orders out the door. You know, you're excited about that next product that you're coming out with or getting the word out about your business or driving that next sale. So what we're here to do is hopefully automate anything that anybody does manually or repetitively throughout the day. So copying and pasting addresses, doing orders one at a time, having to jump back and forth between UPS and FedEx and US 
USPS. We're here to eliminate all of that. So I, I would say start there. Think about your day and think of the things that you find yourself doing over and over, whether that's you know anything from handwriting out an address to having to copy an address from where you're selling to take it over to your carrier website. Really you know, it's 2019, all of that should be automated. And that's, that's what we do. So regardless of volume, I would start there, you know, think about the the parts of your day that, you know, if you could, you would eliminate because chances are, you know, we probably can. So that's where we typically start the conversation with merchants, you know, low hanging fruit there is if you do have to jump back and forth between, let's say like UPS world chip and FedEx ship manager to, to compare rates and things like that. Or if you're doing it one at a time, um, you know, we like to educate it that at the end of the day, you should really just be able to log in, hit select all and, and click a button and have all of this taken care of. So I, I would say start there and then hopefully, you know, eliminate those redundant solutions where you can just have one go-to place to get your orders out the, the door uh, every day, whether that's ship station or something else, you know, that would definitely be the, the place that I would start. Awesome. All right. Well, as you might, might assume that the follow-up question to that was, well, how do I save uh, money as it relates to things, you know, like, like shipping? So w- what insights can you share uh, in terms of, uh, you know, cost savings? Yeah, sure. So what most of the merchants that we're working with, uh, you know, what I typically see them starting out and maybe again, kind of wasting time and money on this front is that they're having to go to, to different solutions to make this comparison, right? So you get an order, maybe you're not especially well-versed in shipping or, or maybe you just added a new provider. You're not exactly sure what they're going to be charging. So you're jumping back and forth between these different solutions. Again, right there, you know, you're wasting time, which obviously time for a business owner is money, but then maybe you're not getting an apples to apples. Apple's comparison. Maybe one carrier, you know, quotes everything up front, but then the next provider, you know, doesn't include their surcharges on the, the quote, things like that. So, um, you know, I would recommend having all of those providers aggregated into one place. That's what our rate calculator does. You log in for any given order. You can see all of your available options. They'll be listed out by price, delivery time, all of that information so that you can start to make informed decisions. So having one dashboard where you can compare all of that, really crucial for, for someone who maybe you know isn't an expert in shipping rates. And then kind of the next step of that is, is basically mistake-proofing it, right? So once you have that information at your disposal, you can start to make really educated decisions and you can take the guesswork and the manual evaluation out of the process. What we find is that a lot of merchants who don't have a system like ours in place, you know, maybe they have their one guy in the warehouse that has all of this tribal knowledge about shipping. But if he or she is out sick that day, or maybe they have to hire on, you know, new staff for the holidays, you know, some of that may fall through the cracks and it might not seem like much, but if you start to ship the wrong service, you know, one order out of 10, and maybe that's a $4 difference on an order that could have gone USPS priority, but it was accidentally shipped a ground service because that person didn't know any better. You know, over a, a busy you know holiday season, especially that can start to to add up. So have one place where you can get an apples to apples comparison without spending a lot of time, and then you know start to use the automation that's at your disposal to make sure the right thing happens every time once you have that determination in place. Awesome. Well, th- th- this is sort of a follow up question as it relates to saving money on shipping, but. How, what advice can you dispense to, you know, entrepreneurs uh, when it comes to, do I, you know, see shipping as a, as sort of a profit centered? Am I marking up the rates that I get from my vendors or, uh, you know, do I subsidize shipping or even like some major e-tellers, do I make shipping free as, as an inducement to purchase and remove friction? I mean, what's kind of the mindset that entrepreneurs should consider when making these decisions about, you know, 
pricing cost? Yeah, great question. We have this conversation really frequently. So obviously, perfect world for the consumer is going to be you know free shipping across the board, but we understand that's not always feasible. The main thing that we advise our merchants on is regardless, you know, almost think of this as a, a psychological experiment and try and have everything up front, regardless of what that is. We know every business is different. So that's a business decision you might have to make for yourself, whether you can offer free shipping or flat rate shipping. But we find that a lot of our merchants who are coming in who maybe haven't done this before are really overly fixated on making sure that the exact price that they pay the carrier is what the customer pays them. And we actually find that that's not really nearly as important. What we find is that, especially in terms of cart conversion, which you know obviously crucial for, for growing e-commerce business, is going to be largely dependent on how surprised the customer feels, right? Think about the last time you were shopping online. I, I know I'm this way to a T. I may have $100, $200 worth of stuff in my cart. I may have been you know online shopping for half an hour. I'm ready to make this purchase. And then I get to checkout and and for whatever reason, I get hit with a surprise $7.24 shipping charge. Right. Even though grand scheme of that order, that's not that significant. It's the psychological effect that, oh, I thought I was out the door at this price and then I feel tricked, you know, for, forget it. What we find is much more successful is, you know, using the tools at your disposal, like that rate calculator we mentioned, starting to get an idea of, hey, on average, this is what shipping is going to cost me. Uh, I understand that maybe that's going to be a little different. Some orders I may make money, some orders I may you know, eat a little bit of the cost, but that's okay. I'm going to take that information and have a flat, transparent, upfront shipping cost. I'm going to use that as a means to promote my business. So whether that's you know, $4, $5, $6, whatever that number is for your business that makes sense, having that upfront flat rate to where the end customer doesn't feel surprised is one of the biggest differentiators. And of course, we do see merchants that that are successful by offering free shipping. A lot of those will get creative, obviously using it as a, a marketing tool to drive upsells, you know, free shipping above, you know, X amount of dollars, or even maybe baking some of that cost into the, the actual item cost to, to help promote it. So, you know, I'd be hesitant to make a, a blanket statement around, you know, what to do or what to charge, but think of it in terms of cart conversion completely, as opposed to thinking about, you know, making sure, I, you know, I, I don't pay the carrier, you know, a couple extra cents. Got it. Yeah, that that's perfect insights. All right. So we, we've been busy on the Inksoft Facebook group talking about things like, you know, branded uh, sort of shipping delivery experience. You know, there's this whole trend on YouTube of unboxing videos and, of course, you know, some of the most successful brands teach us a lot about packaging and sort of that initial experience with the product. So let, let's talk about what, what might be inconceivable. You know, are there marketing and branding opportunities through shipping? Oh, absolutely. That's a, a great question. This is one we get really excited about. So uh, a mistake that we see maybe growing merchants or, or newer merchants make is that they do all this work into getting the word out about their product. They have this beautiful site. They're doing all these great promotions. They put a ton of work into their marketing. They get the sale and then they just think of it as a, really a utility from that point forward, right? If you've gone that far, if you've got that engaged customer really the, the part of the process where you're guaranteed the, the most of their attention is this tail end of the process, right? I mean, think about the last time you bought something online. Uh, if you're anything like me, you got that tracking email, you clicked it right away, and then you clicked it 
three times, four times, five times before your uh, before your order actually got to your doorstep. So that means that's a huge piece of the process that can be used to drive engagement at a really, really low cost, right? Think about if you were sending a marketing email out or a, or a sales promotion and you knew that you were going to get, you know, three clicks per customer on that. You know, you, you do everything you could to leverage that, right? So we actually ran the data. It turns out that everybody's that way. On average, uh, end customers are clicking on your tracking links more than once before they get their orders. And that's across all orders. So sometimes you may see, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 clicks, right? It means it's a huge opportunity to drive your next sale, as you mentioned, to, to drive social media attention, things like that. So what we actually did with that information is, is built what we call branded tracking. Really what it means is just driving that traffic on that part of the process back to you, right? So you can customize that email that goes out as opposed to it just being a, you know, a plain text, really utilitarian email that says, hey, your order is shipped. You can have it branded. It can be consistent with your experience that they've seen on the website. Uh, it can really get them excited about the brand and turn those into repeat customers as opposed to just being, you know, a, a kind of a foregone conclusion. I also see merchants get really creative and using this kind of in conjunction with their automation. A uh, common example there is that a lot of my clients will set up uh, high value order automation, right? So uh, orders over $500, I actually want to switch that communication to this specific template that provides them a story about the product they bought, gives them instructions, and then maybe provides a, a coupon code for a discount off of their next order to, to thank them for their, their loyalty, things along those lines. And then Part of the process that we've really educate on that I, I would say we probably don't get as many questions coming in about because this is something that, that people may not think of is actual tracking link itself, right? So when you get that email, hey, your order is shipped, as I mentioned, everybody's clicking that tracking link. But historically, and what a lot of merchants have set up is that when that link is clicked, it just takes them over to ups.com, fedex.com, usps.com, which is fine. It gives the, the information. It, it kind of shows where the shipment is along the way. But you know, you fought hard for that traffic. You fought hard for that sale. You might as well drive that piece of the puzzle back to you, right? So instead of saying, okay, thanks, here's ups.com, we actually developed a way to where when the end customer clicks that link, it's going to take them to a landing page that has your logo, your branding, shows a map of the, the country that you're shipping in and shows where their shipment is along the way. And then also links to, to your social media, your website provides a space for you to, to give some custom messaging. And all, all of that's at, at no extra charge. So regardless of whether you're using ShipStation or not, I really advise merchants to think about that part of the process, right? Uh, you know, it, it can be a huge point of engagement and start to get creative with that stuff because, you know, that's when you know for a fact that the people are going to have eyeballs on what you're doing. That's absolutely brilliant. That's really interesting. That you, ShipStation should commission a study, to uh, a, a consumer impatient study to see how many times uh, the average consumer tracks on clicking, cl uh, tracking links. <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything like me, that'd be a, a very, very high number. That's hilarious. Well, you know, following, uh, again, my Facebook post, there was a bunch of generalized shipping questions. So I'm going to kind of hit you uh, with some of these specific questions to see what kind of insights you can offer up. H how should I think about making decisions in terms of what shipping methods and options to offer? Meaning, you know, should, are there best practices for doing things like offering second day and, and ground like a, a myriad? Is there a magic number and how many vendors and services to offer? Do you have any 
sort of advice you could dispense there? Yeah, so there definitely is a magic number and the answer is more than one. So that's what I typically see merchants come in. And if there's one most common mistakes that they've got all their eggs in the, in one basket here, maybe USPS is just really easy and that's what they've always used. Or maybe they signed up with a specific carrier, you know, a long time ago and that's just the account that they've always used. Um, you know, with tools like ours available, you know, there's no reason not to shop around, right? And that's kind of the point of all of this is that you can use different providers. So maybe that's for your lightweight orders. USPS always makes the most sense because it's far and away the most economic choice for you. But when your customer pays extra to get something there really quickly, you know, FedEx or UPS or, or another carrier comes into play. Um, you know, giving those extra options doesn't necessarily mean extra work at this point. So obviously a, a business decision, but what we typically see in place is that you know free or, or flat rate shipping that we discussed, and then combining that with a, another option, um, you know, to pay for for express delivery. And then what you can do in turn is is to automate off of that. So that field actually comes in as as a, a piece of that order. So instead of you having to look and see, oh, this was an express order, for example, you could just say, hey, if customer selects this at checkout, let's go ahead and automatically assign this particular two-day service from a, a carrier. So, you know, cuts down on that processing time, which is a big part of how quickly you can get those orders out the door, which in turn is a, a big part of, you know, how quick you can offer, uh, you know, options there. The one thing that I would say is, you know, don't necessarily go overboard there. We oftentimes find that that the end customers, you know, they're relatively agnostic when it comes to the carrier choice. If they're anything like me, like i don't really care whether or not FedEx or UPS is bringing that order to my door. I just want to know when it's going to be here. And, and then I'm going to make that decision on if it's worth it for me to pay more to, to get it there even more quickly. So I would say, you know, don't overdo it because I have seen merchants that may go overboard and have, you know, 10 very carrier and service specific options at checkout. And that actually in turn is, is bad for cart conversion. So I would say, you know, keep it simple, but have more than one provider to open up your options, you know, maybe provide your, your customers two or three options at checkout. And then whatever you decide to offer, you know, turn that into automation. So you're not having to, to spend extra time just because you gave your customers more choices. Got it. Well, my, my next question, I think, ties cost, price, uh, marketing, customer service, and shipping all into sort of one question. So let's talk about handling returns because generally, in some instances, you know, returning a product means generating a shipping label and getting the product shipped back to the to the merchant. Um, you know, sometimes that's at a cost. Sometimes that's made available as a sort of a free service. Um, can you share some of the best practices that, that you're aware of as it relates to, you know, handling your returns and all the things that go into that? Yeah, for sure. Great question. This kind of ties back to the thing that I mentioned about, you know, some growing merchants being overly fixated on, on that you know, penny for penny, dollar for dollar costs. We definitely find that the the growing businesses we're working with are, are largely really afraid of returns, right? It's, it's scary. You've done all this work. You've put all of this time and effort and money into to capturing this sale and then getting the order out the, deal, uh, the door. And then at the very end, it feels like the rug's pulled out from under you and it, it can definitely just feel like a sunken cost, right? So we see a lot of merchants that, that are intentionally or, or maybe even unknowingly trying to make this a more difficult process, which is actually a little bit backwards. If you're, if you're taking a little bit more of a long-term approach, we ran the data again on this. And the merchants that we see providing you know, what we would consider a, a strong returns process over a one and two-year period, see a significant uptick in repeat sales that they're driving from that customer. So even though to a, to a growing business that really just feels like a, you know, a sunk cost and you really feel like you're losing out on this, 
actually, if you can take a little bit higher view approach on this, giving that customer a great experience and making it really easy is actually going to lead them to, to buying from you again, you know, especially in industries like, you know, footwear and apparel, things like that. It's going to be huge. And so, you know, a couple things you can do here. Uh, one that I see is that a lot of businesses who are not as well versed in this area, you know, it's a very manual process. And so, you know, that it doesn't feel like much if you're just taking a, a couple of returns here and there. But think about it. You know, you've got the, the hours of the day. When are you going to be staffed? Are you taking a customer service call every time somebody needs to generate a return? Are you spending a little extra time every time that somebody needs to go through this process? Well, at that point, you've done two things, right? You're spending extra overhead on your, your staffing for something that's not really driving a repeat sale. And then you're kind of given a bad customer experience on the other end, right? Like I know if, if it's me, I'm preferably not picking up the phone to, to call into a customer service rep for, for really just about anything, but definitely not something that can be automated. So we actually uh, developed a way for this uh, what we call a branded returns portal, but it's essentially a, a link that you can include anywhere. Could be linked as the returns policy on your website. It could be included with that tracking email itself. But instead of a customer having to call in to customer service, you know where you're spending extra time and wages, they can actually just hit this link, validate it with their order number and delivery zip code, and it'll take them to the next page where it has all the items in their order. They can give feedback. They can select reasons why they're returning this information, and then they can generate rate uh, a prepaid return label right there on the spot. So much better customer experience, but then also gives the business owner some data out of that, right? So some of my clients may come back and say, hey, you know, we found through this returns portal that this particular SKU was always coming back because it was the wrong size or it was defective. Wow. And so we took that information to our manufacturer and actually kind of improved things. Um, so, you know, you can actually get something out of this part of the process. But the, the big picture is that, you know, those customers that feel really good about that part of the process, those are going to be the ones that come back and buy from you again. If you just try and make it tough on them, you know, they're still going to find a way to return that if you allow it. And then you're probably not going to get any more purchases from them in the end. So I understand that the free or the prepaid, you know, whether or not you should offer it, that, that can be a, a business decision for, for sure. But best practice that we see, you know, most of our, our most successful merchants are typically, you know, viewing this as kind of a, a part of the, the marketing and re-engagement process, using it to drive sales down the road. And they typically are making this part of the process as easy as possible on the end consumer. Awesome. Very good insights. Well, I, I suppose this question kind of relates back to, to some of the discussion we had on marketing, but, you know, are there opportunities to treat sort of the shipping experience or shipping in general as sort of a competitive dif differentiator? I mean, are you guys seeing anything with your successful merchants that they're doing that it might be, you know, sort of unique or untraditional? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that tail end of the process is huge, right? Like if, if I get a, you know, a cool pair of shoes with a, a great unboxing experience at this point, you know, I'm, I'm taking a picture of that. I'm, I'm Snapchatting it to my friend, things along those lines. So stuff that may not necessarily, um, you know, drive uh, immediately visible traffic, you know, you're getting that viral exposure, you're getting, you know, those referral sales off of this part of the process. So really being communicative when it comes to getting that tracking information out, upfront, providing up-to-date information on when they can expect that delivery, you know, making this really feel like a, a white glove service, even though you 
don't really have to, to pay extra or spend a ton of time or, or money to make it feel like that. Of course, we definitely see, you know, merchants are getting really creative uh, around things like branded packaging, you know, making it stand out when you get an order. You know, it really feels like you've got a, you know, a gift, even if you bought it for yourself, um, you know, may not necessarily scale to, to really large volumes, but things like handwritten notes, you know, really putting thought into to what the actual uh, customer sees when they open up that box. You know, even something as, as simple as branded branding your packing slip or providing some extra messaging around what's in the box, things along um, those lines. You know, it's not really anything that requires extra time. Uh, obviously, you know, there may be some added cost there. Uh, if you, you know, go out and get packaging that's branded with your logo as opposed to using, you know, free USPS boxes and things along those lines. But you know, depending on your, your product and, you know, kind of your cost per order and things like that, it's definitely something to consider because that's where you're going to get that that viral uplift from, from your customers you know, sharing this part of the process that they're really proud about getting an order from you and sending it to, you know, their friends because, you know, obviously that that referral there is, is going to be huge for driving your sales down the line. So, you know, just, just put thought into it. Uh, try and keep it consistent to where it doesn't just feel like, oh, I bought from this company, but then everything after purchase was just handled by a carrier. You know, really, we see merchants, regardless of size, being thoughtful and, and trying to make this a, a consistently branded process from the time the customer checks out to, to the time that order shows up on their door. Um, you know, even little things like a follow-up email that says, hey, your order has been delivered. Thanks again for your, um, you know, your business, things like that can all be automated and those little touches add up. Awesome insights. Well, Cody, I want to be mindful and respectful of your time. So I'm going to ask you a final question here. I'm going to put you on the spot and uh, given you have expertise and you nerd out, you know, per your words, on, on things related to shipping, leave us with you know your single best piece of advice for entrepreneurs uh, when it comes to shipping. Yeah, sure. So you know we understand that each business is different, businesses of all sizes that we work with. So there's no necessarily you know magic bullet here that's just going to solve all of your problems, but it really should go back to that that first part of our discussion. Make sure your process is repeatable, scalable, and mistake proof. Right. So we work with merchants who maybe have been growing their business, but then they found out that they're going to be going on Shark Tank or Good Morning America, or maybe they just know that it's going to be a really busy holiday season. Right. Look at your process, evaluate things that you're doing one at a time or over and over or, or manually and eliminate those, right? Because largely your process should work the same whether you're getting one order a day, 10 orders a day, 10,000 orders a day. So regardless of where your business is at now, think about what would happen or what your warehouse would look like if you did get that pop and things went viral and you got 10,000 orders that day. Because if you have things squared away, you have the right processes in place, you have a tool that can automate this process, it really should work the same way other than the fact that you know you may need more boxes that day. But I would say set your business up to, to where you know a, a spike in business should be welcomed and, and not a, a source of panic by you know automating and eliminating those things that are that are really reliant on you know that tribal knowledge doing things one at a time. Awesome. Well, Cody, let me conclude with this. Uh, of course, with our partnership and integration, we're offering uh, Inksoft users their first month at no cost. So there's really no risk in trying out ShipStation. At the same time, I want to call out to any of our listeners. You know, We have uh, some comprehensive video overviews that demonstrate the integration and really expose the value. Um, so certainly, you know, for those of you that do have questions, reach out to the Inksoft Success Squad. We can get you hooked up with a tour of how this integration works and bring some extra insights into the value that Inksoft users are getting by automating their shipping. Well, Cody, thanks so much for sharing uh, all these knowledge bombs. 
I know uh, Inksoft customers are going to love hearing about this and, and taking some action on uh, improving things related to shipping. So again, thanks for taking the time to join us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Excited to be working with you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Cody. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye.